words appear. The email addresses and groups mentioned in this program are no longer available. The Blind Handyman Group does exist in its new incarnation on groups.io. To join, send a blank email to blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. That's blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. Alternatively, you can join our Blind Handyman Facebook group. Links will be in the description box below. on Southwood Drive here in Lufkin, Texas. This is show number 48, believe it or not, on August 19th, 2003. And for the next hour, uh, we're going to talk about building, repairing, and maintaining, all designed, of course, with the blind in mind. Here are the hosts for the blind handyman, ladies and gentlemen, Don Shaw. I'm your front and center right now. <laughs> I certainly am. It's a little bit different. Don Patterson, hi there. Hi there. Watching them clear the lot. You know, we bought four acres and they're clearing it out. We're going to talk about that a little bit today, I believe, aren't we? My name's Tom Houston, but here's the creator, ladies and gentlemen, and the producer of the Blind Handy Band, who's been busy at work this week getting us ready for this show. Here he is, Phil Parr. It's been uh, it's been a fight, but I think I got them hooked. We're on the yeah. We're on our auxiliary. Is Charles, your mic up, and I say something. Hello, there. hello, hello, hello. One, hello. two, three, four, Pat. Yes, Don't one, know. two, three, four. Okay, we. I um. We're on our auxiliary equipment today. We're on a little eight-channel mixer that uh, got out of the trash can, and practically, and a, a little Radio Shack. See my little Radio Shack mic mixer? I see it there, isn't yeah. It, isn't it? That neat. is neat. Yeah. Operates on batteries. If the batteries don't go out. Are they in the same order? I'm just curious. They're in the same order. Okay. Don, Don, Don's uh, a little low, I believe. We'll pull him up. Let's pull him up, and then uh-huh. pull this one up. Let's All see. Right. So we got to there, we're, we're him, good and then you, and then me, and then him. Okay. And so in the same order that we are. All always right. Have. There's Don Shaw. So there's Don Shaw. There he is. Okay, well, time. So, but anyway, so everything seems to be working all right. CDs are moving. The finalizer didn't get hit, thank God. I thought it did, but it, uh, it survived, and so we're here. And we're going to tell you all about lightning strikes, and I never... No kidding. I never had anything like this happen to me before, and I've had studio equipment for lo these many years. Well, since, uh, since back in the 50s, you know... It, Studio stuff. So uh, anyway, my email's been down. I think he just got just got 
my uh, DSL modem, I signed up for another exciting year. <laughs> another year. Another exciting year of wonderful DSL. He's, of course, Luann said, uh, they said, we're going to give us a free modem. And she said, well, we'll just go to Cox Cable. And they changed her tune more right quick. So, <laughs> well, and, she, and, yeah. she, and she was threatening with something she didn't have. <laughs> I, I, I didn't tell him, but we didn't run any cable to this That's house. That's the truth. We don't have any cable to this house. No reason to know that, huh? Well, we've got Dish Network. We can always go on the Dish, I guess. You, could, you, you can. Do well, you That's can do doable. That. That's right. For and a fee. That's, that's a doable can, deal if you I'm want sure to. sure it is. So, but anyway, we've got we've got uh, LCTXU back. We'd have to change all the email addresses if we go and we got all these silly oh, accounts yeah. and blind like me and all that stuff is all set up. So, so I suppose we'll stay with Cox. But anyway, we got it all wired. We've got uh, I think everything. You you should notice no difference. If we hadn't told you any different, you should you should uh, not be able to tell any difference in this show. And any of the other exciting shows we've done, yeah. this one will be as dull as the rest of them. I was going to say, we're still as uninformed still, as all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this hadn't helped us a bit. But it was a, it was a tremendous lightness. I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars worth of stuff uh, that we lost uh, oh, sure. in this little lightning uh, thing. And we're going to, toward the end of the show, we're going to kind of get into that. But right now, what I want to talk about is the cruise. We've almost forgotten the cruise and all this stuff. I'm getting some good email. Well, we've only had a couple people actually pay their money, and time is time is really not running short. I figure it'll be like anything else you do. The last few days, don't you figure, everybody? Oh, yeah. People yeah. are going to go. We'll uh, send up their bucks. and, and uh, well, we've, gotten, we've gotten a couple of uh, paid customers, and we appreciate every one of you. We, uh, oh, sure. We need about 30 people at least to go on this cruise, and we've gotten enough inquiries that, uh, that we may actually get that many and more. But... Uh, uh, like I said, I have my email. I, I checked my email. I had 270 messages, and that was just on the blind wow. handyman list. And that wasn't. I wasn't even on the MIDI list like you are. But, uh-huh. uh, Catching up on these messages. Yeah, when I finally checked it Saturday, I had 270 messages and several good messages about the cruise. And I'm going to get back to everybody just as soon as I can now that I've got DSL back up. Uh, I guess she has DSL. I don't have it. It's upstairs. In her at her computer, I don't have it yet, but someday, surely I'll be <laughs> someday, back on the one day. DSL. Anyway, this cruise leaves from New Orleans February 29th and returns to New Orleans on March the first. And we're going to do a couple handyman shows while we're on the cruise. We have they're going to give us a, a banquet room to use uh, at our discretion. Probably not at our discretion. We'll have to book it. I mean, we'll have to set a certain side because we can't just have it anytime we want it. But anyway, we can have one, and we're going to do some handyman shows and probably a blind like me and get together. And, and if there are any musicians that want to, what happened? Kick back know. and play Hello? some music. And one, two, three. One, two, three. I can hear you. <laughs> one, two, three. Uh-huh. Level, level dropped all of a sudden. It did. It did. I noticed you, you, you didn't turn a thing. I didn't touch anything. My hands are in my lap. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> not no, please. Lightning. There's no lightning out here, is there? <laughs> no, I hope not. Jesus. Um, no, but Tony's still on the <laughs> Tony's still here. Still working. Tony, Tony the phone man. You can tell he's a smoker, can't you? Uh, yeah, he left I in can, a big I, hurry. I can say that after 51 days. Uh, but anyway, the cruise, and we're going to do some handyman shows. We're going to get together. If there's any more musicians, I hope you bring your your whatever you play, and we're going to try to play a little music while we're on on the ship and eat some good food and just visit and fellowship, as the Baptist would say. <laughs> and go over those dates again. That would be that would be March, April. Uh, pardon me, February 29th. 
through March 7th. Okay, March 7th. Right. That is a that is a Sunday to Sunday. So if you're a working person, you can fly to New Orleans on Sunday. We'll get you from the boat to the ship and back when you come back. All the, everything once you pay your fare, everything is free. Now the ports of call you go to are not. You have to spend money there if you want to get off, but you don't have to get off. And the drinks. Boat. Well, and drinks. And drinks. And drinks. And that's some to some of us. That's more important than it is to others. Yeah. Now, who wants to eat? Yeah. I tried to sell my free meals to get some booze money. Yeah, so, what a deal, man. Anyway, we're all going to try to go if we possibly can. We had one guy that's kind of back back out a little bit, but we'll con him into going. And it's going to be a lot of fun. You can get a hold of me at uh, blindlikeme at txucom.net or philpar, just lowercase all, P-H-I-L-P-A-R-R, at txucom.net. And we'll send you the information about the cruise and try to answer any questions when you get ready. We'll give you our travel agent's name. You can call her and spend your money. We'd love to have you go. Come on. Yeah. Let's go cruising, guys. It'll be great all fun. Right. What else is going on, Tommy? Well, uh, let's see. We have a couple of emails here, quick ones. This one says, Hello, friends. Many years ago, a friend gave me a small device with a spring-loaded sharp pin. Inside the outer casing, it has a bevel in front that you locate in the screw hole of a hinge. Uh When you push on the pin or hit it with a light hammer, it will make a mark or uh, or a small pinhole. I lost it. I'm looking for another one. Can you please tell me where I can find one? I've been... Uh, to too many hardware shops, but most have never seen it and cannot help me. I do have the big one for the four-inch uh, bud hinges, uh-huh. but would really like to lay my hands on the small one again. I live here in, believe it or not, South Africa. Goodness gracious, and have not uh-huh. seen it in any blindness catalogs. Regards, Ronaldo. Charles, didn't you have one of those? I used one of those, in fact, just this morning, believe it or not, on a storm door to make a little indention to start a screw hole with. Yeah. And that's what they're great for. Or like the man said, a hinge to center. You get the hole right in the center. You do. You punch it in. Uh, you punch it against the piece of wood and, and punch it in. And it, it's it's a good spring in there, man. It'll pop. You, you'll, you'll hear the big pop when it turns loose. and. Does it have a brand name, Sean? Maybe we can track one down. You know, I don't know. Mine is probably 20 years old also, and I haven't seen one, to tell you the truth, lately. Surely you'd think they would still make them, but, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I kind of like to do research. We'll try to figure out a name or a number or what it's called Um, and get on the Internet. I was thinking you had one because it was at my house for a while. I saw it. Yeah. Paul Abney would be a perfect person to ask. He would be our local hardware store guy. A sighted guy would probably just take a punch and make a little mark in the middle of it, right? But this centers it right in the middle of the hole. Well, this, this isn't a device made for blind people. I mean, it's... Okay, it's, but it's, the, oh, ball, it's the, the no, little no. ball bearing is what would fit in your hole. But, but it, as a good alternative, I would suggest a good nail punch uh, that you can buy because they're weighted. And you can actually, in wood and stuff, push them in a little bit. With, they're not spring-loaded. Oh, but yeah. oh, but okay. you can actually make a nice hole with a nail punch. This is kind of the same difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of deal. It's just you don't have to punch it in so much. Or, or if, you, loaded, if so. you took a big nail that was a, a little smaller than the, the hinge hole and pushed it in there, that would center you fairly well. But I can understand yeah. a guy that's probably really used to using a particular thing, and it's yeah. tough to lose some of your... It is. You can oh, get you know used they, to this gizmo. You know they still make them. I mean, because this, this isn't a blind thing that you find in a blind catalog. This was a... You, you got that long before you knew about blind catalogs, didn't you, Don? That oh, came from yeah. Your dad. Yeah, it, it, it's old. That's a leftover old. from your daddy. Yeah, uh, kind it of is. One sure of those sort of tools. Yeah. 
I've heard something before. I think they still make them. Maybe I, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, never mind. I don't know that, so I won't say right now. But yeah, we'll do some checking on it. But I bet you if we took that down to Paul Abney. He'd know where to get one. He'd either say they don't make them anymore, uh, or he could tell you where to get them. And there may be someone listening that knows a little something about that that can email us. Is this guy on the list? Yes. Uh-huh. All right, if you're on the list, if we find anything, if we don't do it on the handyman, if we if we don't do it next couple of shows, write something to the list and, and remind us, because we tend to forget things. We're all getting the wrong years. And way to go in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. South Africa. Our, our, our little intercontinental email. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you remember back uh, a week or two ago when we did the last <laughs> show, we had an email where the uh, uh, the gentleman that emailed us wanted to know about the screw removal tool. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, we had a response to that. It says, hi, guys. Well, this is Mary Beth or Dixie, the answer to the question about a screw removal tool. I think that Sears makes one, and theirs is also something called a, there's some, also something called a, an easy out. I have no idea how they work, but maybe this will help take care. Mary Beth and Sunset. All right. right. Anybody know anything about those? Well, I, could, I can't address Sears' uh, screw removal, but I can tell you what an easy out is, and it's not for screws. Are not the ones I've ever seen. They make a, a plumbing tool that is to remove broken or damaged galvanized pipe fittings. And what the principle? It's like a drill bit, bit except that you turn it the opposite direction as you turn it. In other words, counterclockwise. Like if you were going to use a drill, you would turn it clockwise to make it go in the hole. Yeah. This one you turn counterclockwise, and it goes in the hole of a piece of pipe, and then would. Undo it, and as it tightened it, as you tightened it up, it would then fill up that pipe and allow you to unscrew this fitting. Yeah. Oh. It's like a, and I have one, in fact, that is my dad's. It's uh-huh. probably 40 years old, and it's probably a three-quarter quarter inch ease out. You would have to buy one for each size of pipe. To yeah, they probably make a set. You probably can buy, yeah. maybe you can buy a set of, but yeah, that has, I've never seen a screw removal tool. I don't know. You know, a screw that that's, you can't remove, I've known, been known to just take a pair of vice grips. If you can get on the head, Boy, you can get it out. Well, they make a screw, though, that you screw in, and it's not to be removed, don't they? On these, on these, where you put bars on your windows and things. I mean, they, they will screw it in. It's meant to be screwed in, but it's not to be screwed out. I have no idea, but I'll, I'll, you know, if that's a craftsman tool from Sears, I'd like to see it. I mean, just for, for yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see that, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, I've, I've never, I've, I don't know anything about those. I just, you know, what, what screw do you want to remove? And, and you know, if it's embedded enough, um, I've been known to saw the head off a screw that you couldn't take out. You ever done that? <laughs> or break it off with a, like sure. I said, a pair that's of vice grips or something, and break it off with the vice grips. Get angry. Yeah, well, you can take a knife, a good little chisel, and knock the head off, pop the heads off of most of them, and just drive it. You know, if you want. Yeah, and then drive it on down, or, or or you can take a pair of ice grips a lot of times and extract a screw. But one of the things like we talked about before is the different sizes of screwdriver. When you get a whole wallet out, you can get a bigger. Sometimes a larger, different sized Phillips bit, and there are lots of different sizes. Lots that you can, uh, that, and you can usually extract a, a screw. But we we keep saying we'll do this. I've been busy cleaning up junk. I hadn't had time to do anything. <laughs> well, one time I encountered a screw that I needed, and it was a Phillips head, and it was in a place that I couldn't, uh, you know, yeah. break it off. It was down in, and I wanted it out. I had to have it out. And I wound up taking my chisel and putting it in the center, and I'm the 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 Phillips part was wallered out. Nothing I had would work, but I made a dash, a straight, and I was able to get it out with a straight edge screwdriver. Just, just took the chisel and tapped on it and made a and slot. Made a slot. 
That'd uh, work. I never that, I never thought of that, but that that would um, screws are usually soft unless they're machine type screws. They're soft uh-huh. uh, metal, and they'll you know they'll yield to whatever you happen to do. But anyway, we'll do some checking on the screw remover tool. If it, if it Sears, if Sears has got it, that'd be easy to find out. Well, yes, we sure. heard from the man that started all this stuff. This Danny Crone. He okay. emailed us again. He remembered the name of it, and he said the tool I wrote about yeah. was a Craftsman damaged screw remover. Okay. Well, great. Uh-huh. I just remember that. And his question is, ever used one? I haven't. I haven't. No, I haven't. Sure haven't. But by golly, if they're inexpensive, I might have one. Need to have one. <laughs> <laughs> We might go hunting up damaged screws all well, over. I, 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 I think they have. Sam's has a hundred of them for twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably yeah. right in the compact in the CD. You're, you're not. You're just it, not buying any. You're not, I'm not going to buy anything until we move. In the, re, in the rewritable disc department, right? That's right. Yeah. A hundred of them for twenty bucks. Uh, you'll yeah. find them there. Well, actually. We have a new phone interface, and we're going to attempt to do a guest in just a few minutes. And his name, Donald Shaw, is... Um, his name is Bob Kroger and from um, Blind American Inc., I think is the name of it. This is the guy we read the article about a few weeks ago, right? It and sure is. So yes. we're going we're gonna to try to make contact with him. Be back with more of the Blind Handyman in just a minute. The incomparable Charlie Chan. A Cisco tip. Dangerous.
this assignment. Dimension X. Dragnet. If you love old-time radio, point your browser to www.otrcat.com. You'll find thousands of old-time radio shows just waiting for you, and the price is right. That's www.otrcat.com. From Amos and Andy to X-1, this is The Source. www.otrcat.com. is The Blind Handyman on ACB Radio Mainstream. Be sure and tell a friend about the program and email us often, blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Now, here is more of the show with Don Shaw. Hello, Bob Kroger. Man, we're finally up and running. How are you doing today? Hello, Bob. Bob? Yeah. Are you, are you with us? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I thought we'd lost you there for a minute. Oh, no, I'm here. <laughs> well, good. We, we've had a, a heck of a time getting a hold of you. I don't know if that's our fault or yours. It doesn't really make any difference. You're down in Florida, though, right? Yes, sir. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, we read an article the other day about you single-handedly, uh, or maybe with a buddy of yours, building a building. Is any of this stuff true? Yeah, sort of. I... Uh... We have about uh, five or six volunteers, and out of the volunteers that we have, I usually end up with one every day, uh-huh. sometimes two, and uh, we're building about a 15,000-square-foot building right now. Well, it's quite an wow. undertaking for, for, uh, for I mean, how, you, think, uh, you think I'll live to see it, would be my question. Well, I'll tell you, we've, <laughs> we've got it enclosed now, and it's taken us two months. Uh, We've got an awful lot of work to do on the inside, and, of course, we've got paving and all that sort of thing to get done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope to have it complete by January. You have it dried in now? Yes, sir. So you can work in inclement weather, which is wonderful, right? Well, you can, but you can't. You know, the rain here only comes usually in the afternoons, and uh, when it comes, it comes down bad. And we don't have the site, you know, prepared where... Uh, it will the, we'll have a good water runoff, uh-huh. and so that's a little bit of a problem. But other than that, uh, we're up and running. It's it's coming together. And then if you you put, you don't have paving, so you don't have any place to park that isn't muddy and nasty, right? No, and uh, you know normally we don't have too many cars here anyway. We're all blind. Our teachers are blind, and uh, our, our students are blind. So. We usually have transportation from the uh, bus system that brings people in and then picks them back up again. Well, you've, but you've still got to have uh, people delivering things to your site. I mean, you've got to get big trucks back up in there. You gotcha. And, and that, that's a problem. But we uh, right now we're working out of about uh, 4,000 square foot building, and uh, we don't have a lot of room to work in. That's why we're building the big one. Now, these volunteers that, that come every day, are they usually sighted people? Uh, I've got some blind and some sighted. I'll, uh, when we have no sighted people, we don't lift the arches. Of course, we're all done with that now, so we don't have to worry about it. But uh, lifting the arches, we had to have at least one sighted person on the job. You mean lifting the pieces of steel that form the arches? Is that what you're Yeah, it's, uh, this building is a uh, 
uh, it's quite a building. It looks something like a Quonset hut, except it's got uh, eight-foot high side walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ceiling is 21 feet high. Yeah. Whoa. And uh, it's 200 by 50 on the outside. And then, uh, uh, of course, we're going to have a, a second story in pretty much half of it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but that... Uh there's a roof on it, and so you've got all the actual structure done, framing. Right. Is all done. Now, is this a, is this a, uh, uh, I hate to say this, is this a kit you bought, or how did you did come about the design of your building? Well, I'll tell you, we, uh, I, I was a contractor by trade before I went blind. Uh-huh. And uh, so when we decided that we wanted to do something, uh, uh what we were going to do, we decided we were going to start with a cabinetry shop, uh, and uh, we went ahead with the state of Florida and worked with them and uh, wrote grants and all that sort of thing, and uh, uh, it's been a grueling thing. It's taken 13 years to get this building. But now you have a building that you're working out of, so you, you have the cabinet shop there going now or, not, or what? Yes, we, we have a, it's a small cabinet shop that we're just kind of, uh, toying with, uh, you know, we build cabinets, but not that very many, and uh, we also do furniture and uh, uh, anything to do with woodwork, we do it here. Mm-hmm. And and the, the you say the students are blind and the teachers are also blind. Yes, sir. Now, does the Florida Commission uh, supply you with students and pay you to train them? No, not yet. Uh, well. There. <laughs> I guess I guess they wouldn't. That would be. I mean, They're that waiting would be, to see what yeah. we're going to do with this big building. Uh, so so. You, but if you train any students, who pay? Who are you trying? You trying to be self-supporting, or what? What is your right now? We're we're what we do is the the materials that we have to buy. Uh, those materials uh, we're having no problem with because we sell everything that we build. Okay. So, but we're not making a what, what I would consider a profit on anything. Uh, all our students are, are working for nothing. They're apprenticed, that uh-huh. type of thing. And uh, when we get this new building, what's going to happen is we'll probably have real close to 30 instructors. Those 30 instructors are going to take two people and train them as apprenticed. The uh-huh. apprentice will not get paid for anything. The teacher will get paid not so much piecework, uh, but they're going to have to produce a certain amount of volume to reach the money that we would like to see them get. In, in the uh, Bob, this is Don Patterson here. Yeah, Don. <clears throat> nice to make your acquaintance. Uh, in the article, I remember it talked about that y'all were going to sell these cabinets to Habitat uh, for Humanity or the house builders. Yeah, we're going to send them to house builders and habitat. When we uh, was this going to be on a na- nationwide basis or just in Florida? Was well, we're going to start in Florida, right? And it, they told us that, and we have an agreement with them that uh, they would uh, buy all the cabinets that we could build as long as we built them at the quality that they seen and the price that we talked about. Right. So you know, I mean, there's some catches in there, and, and <laughs> we're just going to have to. Make sure that we abide by what we say we're going to do. Yeah, in case material prices go up and their price doesn't, you could get in a bind yeah. right there. Well, Good. that's it. You know, we, we, it's impossible for us to lose money. I mean, we can't. Uh, we're right. a nonprofit organization, and uh, 
we work on nickels and dimes, but uh, you can't be going in the hole. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so you're you're a 501c3. Uh, yes, sir. So you can. So you, if somebody wants to contribute some money, you can take it and right. give them a write-off. Yes, sir. And and uh, what uh, you were you lost your eyesight at what age, sir? Uh, Forty-two. And you were a you worked construction, or you were? What did you do yeah, before? I, I owned a construction company, a real estate company, and an investment company. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when I when I first went blind, I went to the state of Florida. Uh, they sure didn't encourage me very much to do much of anything. Uh, they told me that you know the government would would help and take care of you and what have you. And they were willing to teach us some things, but you know, when you're in construction all your life, you don't want to be. Uh, playing around with a computer or that type of thing, and uh, so well, I was and kind of lost to the world. And then uh, I had a bad experience where my wife of 24 years divorced me, and uh, just everything kind of fell apart. Uh-huh. And I had some investment property up here. I, I came from Clearwater. I had some investment property up here in uh, Citrus County, and it's a very rural area up here. There's not much here, and uh, I moved up here and. Uh, I got involved with the National Federation of the Blind for a while, and I didn't get too excited because they were kind of a more or less a political-type group of people, which is good. We need that. But uh, I decided I wanted to do something, you know, to try to get people uh, to work. And, gee, I traveled all over the country. I've seen different things. And uh, the most impressive thing I ever seen was out in Dallas, Texas. They had a lighthouse for the blind out there. And... Uh, when I got out there, they took me through their shop, which is 80,000 square feet, and uh, they had about uh, 25 blind people working in a, they called it a pod, and uh, they had one sighted person, and all the sighted person done was uh, was reading papers and stuff like that at the station, and he had these little uh, whistles and lights in case they had to go to the restroom, the blind, or they needed some, they had a problem or something like that. Uh, this guy would go take care of whatever they needed. And that really got me excited. And that's when I came back to Florida, and uh, we bought this property. And uh, we uh, <laughs> we tried to make uh, mica cabinets. And uh, there was two other blind people besides myself, and we priced them out and everything. And we thought, well, we better get some competitive bids. Well, we went out, and uh, there were 22 cabinet builders in this county, and every one of them beat our price. And we didn't have any profit or no labor expense or anything. You know, we were pulling our hair out of our head. Well, we went to wood cabinets, and nobody can compete with us. And I don't know exactly why there's so much difference, but, boy, there sure is. Now, I'm going to be ignorant. Of course, I am, and I don't mind admitting it. What is a mica cabinet? Uh, they they call them uh, mica. Uh, they're well, they're like a laminate, okay. uh, plastic. As in formica, right? Yeah, formica. Okay, okay. so formica is a brand. I understand that. And so these cabinets were built out of out of some plastic material, but you couldn't make it doing those. No, we couldn't make any money. So now we do wood cabinets. And That's you, right. You can beat anybody's price building wood cabinets. Right now we are. Uh, now, do you, if you're, you're, say, you're laying out a set of cabinets, uh, uh, what sort of, you use a talking measuring tape, or you, do you, how do you measure? Now, we've got, uh, I'll tell you, we, we tried the click rules and all the other things that blind people use. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we uh, have a uh, research and development program here with uh, several blind people just piddling all the time trying to figure out easier ways to do things for the blind. Yeah. And uh, we came up with a, a little simple device. It's a, uh, a piece of... Uh, Oh, masonite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one inch wide, it's six inches long, okay. and it's one eighth of an inch thick. All right. We make uh, four foot, three foot, two foot, and one foot pieces also, but those we don't carry around with us. Okay. We carry eight of these little six inch pieces with us. So we can measure anything up to four feet will be within an eighth of an inch. Okay. And that's what we use. And that that we've we've talked many times about that. Like the guy wrote us that had a table saw, and he said when he was measuring, he had a two inch block and one and three quarters block, one and a half inch, and he just put the block between the piece of stock and the blade. And once he got his fence set, well, he knew you know that he was, and he just had this little set of blocks rather than get fooled with a talking measuring tape or the clicker. That's right. Which would make things easier. So you carry um you carry several of these in your pocket, so you can you can measure. Yeah, well, it's a, you know what a, uh, you ever seen a, a shower uh, stall where they've got these little metal things holding the shower curtain? Ring, yes, yes, sir. Okay, well, that's what, we use those, we clip them onto our belt and uh, just carry them around with us. And that's your... And I have eight of them on that clip. That's your device for, for measuring. Yeah, and it seems to be the, the most practical for our, at least for our needs. I would I would think it would be. Sighted people, you know, I was putting up a screen door and I'm asking, are you really hung up on the measuring tape? You want me to go ahead and put the screen up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. so, so, Bob, yeah. y'all make just certain sizes. Of, you make the tops and bottoms, the base units and... Yeah, we make the, the base and the tops. Right. Uh, we don't we don't do any uh, uh, countertops themselves. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, are, are y'all doing the doors? Yes, sir. We cap- do doors and drawers. And then, so y'all should be easy to have just one. Do y'all have like an assembly like where one somebody does the hinges and. Yeah, we don't have that right now, and and that's one reason for this new building. Right. Once we uh, get that new building, yeah, we'll be able to set things like that up. Now you don't. You're not. Are you attempting? Or you may be doing. You you're not doing raised bevel doors, are you? Uh, we've done some. You have done some with a with a uh, with a shaper, wood shaper. Yeah, right. Well, there's no reason a blind person couldn't learn to, to do the coping stick and and put those things together. I mean, there's no reason That's why you couldn't. Still, now, uh, you'd, you'd be surprised. We we use different things like fixtures and jigs, uh-huh. uh, and you know, it, everything is square and and plumb. It's it's pretty hard to make a mistake. And uh, what we're going to try to do here. Uh, We'll probably set it up sometime in in November. We're going to get into a bunch of national magazines where we're we're going to try to solicit people that were in the cabinetry business or built cabinets mm-hmm. that are blind now, and we're yeah. going to try to get them to come here and, and become instructors. Okay, I was curious about like who who would be one of your students. Well, to start with, they'll probably be coming from all over the country. Uh, I've got about uh, seven or eight that I think will be able to work right out of Florida, but I don't have any. Well, I've got one in this county that that could do it. Right. Uh Not too many are right here, but it really doesn't matter because what we're going to try to do is teach them how to become independent contractors. They'll be able to go back home. We'll teach them how to uh, get the equipment. We'll teach them how to order and buy materials. 
all that sort of thing. Everything it takes to be an independent contractor. So they would go home and set up a little shop of their own. That's and right. Or hopefully a school, like we're doing here. Start a start a school, but uh, but it would be nice, you know, to uh, try. That, that's well, you should be able to get. There's no reason why the commission won't uh, wouldn't send a student from Arkansas and pay you to 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 train this this uh, person if they wanted to learn this craft. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you know, like in, in for instance, for the, we're here in Texas, and we would send people who wanted to be piano tuners or repair people to Talladega, Alabama. Right. You know, and then, and then we were sending other people, I think, for computer type programming to Arkansas. Yeah. And, you know, with commissions. So if you kind of get yourself on the map, I'm certain that these state commissions for the blind around the country would probably. Utilize your facility. No reason, so. uh, no reason why they wouldn't. Um, and and you hope to have this thing, this building, completed by the first of the year. Yes, sir. That sounds like a massive undertaking. Well, it does. Well, it's, it's not. You know, you, you, people seem to think it is, but uh, we started this about uh, the twelfth of June is when mm-hmm. we started doing the steel work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a huge building. It really is. It's a big one, and. People said, well, you know, you'll never get it done by the 1st of September. Well, it's done. (laughs) We've got some work to do. Don't get me wrong. I've got a lot of things, like all the bolts have got to be tightened yet and that sort of thing. But uh, that's an inside job that we can do. And uh, And a blind person can easily crawl around and do that. That's right. They sure can. That's not something. uh, If you don't mind me asking, what age are you, sir? I'm 61. Well, me too. I'll be uh, 61 September the 15th. Yeah, I, I wished I could have did this when I first went blind. Yeah. Because we would sure be well under our way. And, oh, sure. And, you know, the, 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 the key to this whole thing is habitat, because if, if they'll buy our cabinets here, they'll buy, they'll buy them anywhere in the country. Right. Yes, they will. Yeah. So, you know, an independent guy, he could uh, learn the trade here, go back home, set up a shop, and contact habitat, and... Before you know it, he's he's building cabinets for them. You know, no reason, no reason why he couldn't. You know, and also you might think about. I'm sure you've thought of everything. Becoming a government vendor. You know, the government doesn't buy anything except from their vendors. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, you have to be. Uh, we found it out. Tom and I were doing a little recording, and we found out the government wouldn't buy anything from us because we weren't a government vendor. Now, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, is Bob, that... I'll tell you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let the age get to you because it sounds like you've got the makings of a really nice second career. And a lot of times, you know, I'm kind of since I'm fixing to be 61, I think life begins at 61. So, well, I'm beginning to wonder. I, I feel great, and we're having a lot of fun, and. Uh, you know, but I I would like to within a couple of years I'd like to retire and. Well, of course he just got married, so that's what he's talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're we're building a house and you know and that sort of thing. So yeah, it starts. Well, I wish we could come down there and, and uh, we started this handyman thing a year ago, and you'd be amazed at the interest there is in you know blind people's commodes and bathtubs and sinks break just like everybody else's, and they need to fix them. And so we that's our thing is to try to teach blind people to how to repair their own things or at least know when to call somebody at least know how to change a washer and a faucet and and little things like that you know to, yeah that's important um and so uh, that's these things kind of go hand in hand i wish we could come down and and uh, spend some time with it and but uh, um right now we're all busy drinking no we're all <laughs> well you got an interesting thing going i want to give you uh about like uh, this is in august maybe november i'll call you back and we'll kind of get a progress report on how things are going do that do you yeah, have 
Let's hope it's a good one. <laughs> well, it, I'm sure it will be. Do you have, are, you're not up with a computer yet, are you? Yeah, well, we've got a computer here that uh, my secretary uses, and then we do teach computer here. Do you have an email address? Uh, yeah. I've got and, it. Can, oh, Don, Don has it. Yeah, I've got it. And so awesome. we'll, we'll get that on the show, and maybe we'll get some people with some interest in coming uh, to your school and learning to be cabinet Yeah, makers. I'm definitely looking for some, some uh, you know, old uh, cabinet builders, uh, you know, they could even help us lay out the uh, shop and everything else. It's, sure. it's going to be quite an undertaking, but uh, we've got all the equipment. So, you know, and the building's getting along, so I think by January we'll have that. And uh, all that's left is getting the bodies there to start doing a program. Start to, to start learning. We'll check back with you sometime uh, deep in the fall and get a and get a progress report. And like, like you said, hopefully it'll be a good one. I'm sure it will, Bob. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you much for being on our show. And this will air this Friday night and then all day Saturday on ACB Radio. Okay, okay great. I'll Thanks, make sure Bob. I hear it. Back with more of the Blind Handyman in just a minute. The incomparable Charlie Chan. The Cisco Kid. Dangerous assignment. Dimension X. Dragnet. If you love old-time radio, point your browser to www.otrcat.com. You'll find thousands of old-time radio shows just waiting for you, and the price is right. That's www.otrcat.com. From Amos and Andy to X-1, this is the source. www.otrcat.com.
Blind Handyman on the ACB Radio Mainstream, the talk of the blind community. Our email address is blindhandyman at hotmail.com. If you would like to be part of the show, leave us a phone number and we will contact you soon. Now, here's more of today's show with Phil Parr. Well, how you like the new board, Tommy? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, this would be this would be all right. If if that's all we had, it'd be fine, wouldn't it? It would. You could live with uh, it, could you? Yeah, well, sure. You don't have that big airplane cockpit staring you in the face all the time. <laughs> that's right. There's something <laughs> overwhelming about that big board. You just turned to turned to jello. <laughs> I mean, you think you're in a jet? Hello, going One, somewhere. I think you're in a jet going somewhere. This is my mic. I keep dropping out. Let me see. Um, yeah, it seems like if you move away from that mic, any at all, man. Let me see here. Let's move Go around. away. Radio Shack mic. Make sure. All right. Well, anyway, lightning never strikes twice in the same place. We don't want to belabor this lightning really? stuff. But it was, it's the, the the wildest thing I have ever had. Because you, you come home. You know, we had gone out of town. Louis had a court appearance down in a little town called Belleville, which is down at, by Sealy, Hempstead, down. You know where it is. You know yeah. You meant down there. Huh? Yep. And little town Bellevue is about 400 people. I'd love to live there. You walk around, you buy beer at the 7-Eleven, if there was a 7-Eleven. Uh, of course, there's no fast food restaurants. You'd have to cook a lot more. But anyway, that's another story. And we we were, no, no McDonald's whatsoever. <laughs> so we were gone when this st- storm came through, and they said it was a tremendous lightning uh, lightning flashes, lightning displays, lightning events. A mighty storm, man. They called them lightning events now. Did you ever hear that? Anyway, they, a lot of lightning, and we got back, and uh, I sat down. There's a, I keep, there's a stereo by my chair in the living room that has a lot of things tied to it. You can listen to lots of things on it. Of course, the radio, AM, FM radio, and then on the auxiliary, I have a switch box plugged in. You can hear uh, CNN or the TV or the DVD player or the Weather Channel or the Talking Book or the computer room, just all kind of things. Well, I sat down and punched my stereo on nothing. Nada. No, no. So I thought, well, geez, you know, <laughs> no kidding. And the, the stereo is two years old. So, so then I got to looking around. And they went back and punched my computer on nothing. So then I went, oh, Jesus. So I got up my nerve, had a drink, and then I had another drink. Then I came out to the studio. <laughs> I came out to the studio and turned the board on. And when I turned it on, it was going. Hmm. Like you used to think old tubes used to motorboat. You know, you <laughs> yeah, heard all those old hams talk yeah. about that tube. Well, this board was a motorboat. And then I thought, oh, you know, because I just bought this. Those of you who are listeners, I, they shipped it in May was the last yeah, one. Yeah, it hadn't been here long. It. it hadn't been here long at all. So I don't. Anyway, it was gone, and we lost several things. We got a thing we call the public stereo, which is in the, in the den, which is where you play music. The CD player there is gone. All three computers. We lost all three of them, including this one. It's out. <laughs> you got it. And, uh, well, it won't work right if you can't put load CDs in it. You can't. And I, I, you know, and just all kinds of things. I still don't know if the 24-track recorders is operable because I haven't got a board to test it with. Power supplies, plug strips. Man, it was just... Just all, just, you know, you just, in little little Radio Shack, I've got half a dozen these little passive Radio Shack switch boxes. And I was really disappointed. I went to Radio Shack. They don't make them anymore. Really? It's a little four-switch switch box. You can plug four things, four ins and four outs. And you can switch almost anything to almost anything. I've got, I've got a half a dozen of them. Well, I've got one on each side of the board. One of them is from the recorder, and one of them is playback stuff. And the one from the recorder I hooked up to when I decided to hook this little board up because I had to do blind like me. I played with it for about an hour, and it had some hum. And then finally I switched it out. Lightning got this little <laughs> passive box. Don Patterson's Man. headphones. Well, Don I Patterson's thought, headphones are yeah, gone. Yeah, the ones that I had <laughs> yeah. that I love so well. Yeah. And uh, Don Shaw said it best. He said, you'll probably be years 
finding stuff, but also, like, because it was so random, and then, like, what, didn't you lose, like, half of some kind of strip here? I mean, half yeah. of the things plugged into something worked, and half of and them that's didn't. Strange, <laughs> it's, it's a, well, it's a, it's a surge suppressor with a battery in it. Half of it works, and half of it doesn't. <laughs> because the, the computer would come on, but the other half where the monitor and the lamp were plugged in wouldn't come on. I just moved them over to the... To the other pl other side, and bingo, they came right on. Well, you know, and it's such a mammoth undertaking. I mean, so, you know, if be. your insurance company compensates you, and we hope and know they will, uh, just having to re-hook up all the stuff and go find, you know, and then as soon as you get something going, then you'll find something else. That's oh, the sure. thing that They'll has been them. the worst is, like, I hooked all this stuff up, and, and I had us hooked up last week. This happened Monday. Tuesday morning, I had us hooked up in time. Well, let's see. Not, let's say it took all day Tuesday. Wednesday, we were going to do a blind, a handyman show. Well, we couldn't do it because when I got everything hooked up, I realized it got in the telos. We didn't have a telephone interface. Yep. So we couldn't have a guest. So I had to order a new one of those, six hundred dollars. Yeah. Good. So you know, I didn't I had to had to have a new telephone. I had no idea that it got that. But I, you know, you, the thing it's just been real frustrating because things you think will work won't. They won't work. Yeah. I, I, I went Saturday and bought a new stereo because I cannot could not live any longer without <laughs> the stereo by my chair. I had to. I mean, I, I had to have it. Is it similar to your old one that yeah, it, I know it, you it wanted is, back? It, it is exactly something. like the old one. It just has different. The knobs are arranged a little different. It's you a JVC. Bi-amp stereo, it's less than $200. You can buy them at Circuit City, and, and it is a great killer knockout system. Yeah, oh. I like the one you had. Well, this one sounds as good or better. All right. Well, it sounds like you've been under so much stress. You need to go on a cruise. Yeah. I, I need, and, and, and so Saturday morning, I brought this new stereo in. I hooked it up. It got the antenna, uh, the RF booster in the house. Man. Uh, will it ever you know, end? It, it, will it ever end? Well, <laughs> then I fooled around and figured out that the, the bottom antenna on the pole was shorted. The top one is not, but I've got no, I think the cable between my room and the computer room is shorted. Oh, look great, man. Uh, you know, just in today, I got Pat some earphones, plugged them up, they wouldn't work. Wouldn't how work. did you? Uh, how did your satellite system fare? Satellite yeah. system works like a top. Because you have two of them, actually. I have two of them, and yeah. both of them work. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that you'd think. Would do. Well, how about the wood shop? Have you gotten a chance to look around in there any yet? I haven't had the nerve to go in there. So. I, know, I, know the, uh, I know the beer fridge works, and that's really all I have. <laughs> yeah, so it survived. So it huh? survived. As long as it that old refrigerator. It. That little, the beer fridge, and the little refrigerator, I got from you, Pat. Yeah. Sitting in the window shop. That thing has been working forever. I yeah. haven't tried any of the saws or anything. I don't know if any of that, if that's ter surely that didn't. God, I hadn't even thought about that, y'all. Yeah, it will be <laughs> interesting to see. And it all happened because I'm 51 days today. I haven't had a cigarette in 51 days. Man, it'll do it to you. I got I mean, suspicious when, when I, because when, when I thought you were supposed to be back from your trip, but I, I knew maybe I was a little early. I started calling your house and your phone was busy. And, yeah, and it had locked so up the telephone. Thirty yeah. hours later, it was still busy. busy. Yeah, well, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it had done something to the phone. I don't know how many phones we lost. But anyway, it's uh, you know, just find something every day, and it's just depressing when you're just walking around, and you're trying to turn stuff on, and nothing works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. DSL modem. Uh, DSL modem. But DSL then, router. So would there be, a, it, no, you know, if you it, would there be a moral to the story? If you had unplugged a lot of stuff, you would have saved stuff, but well, then some things you would have lost anyway. My right? friend Leonard. Peterson, who right. works for, uh, I don't want to say the wrong, Elliot Electric. He works for Elliot Electric, right. doesn't he? Elliot or He's, Alexander? No, Elliot? No, yeah. Elliot. Here's right. Alexander, but he works for Elliot Electric, which is an electrical. I mean, they're, they're not, they don't just fix stuff. They sell to other electric places. Anyway, he says that there is a house surge suppressors you can buy. I mean, there's a house 
there's something you can buy to suppress those kind of things that you put on the incoming power to your house. So we're going to do that. But if it was lightning, how would you stop that? Or but but no. or but but yeah, we do. You think it was lightning since it got both lo- locations, or could it uh, have been a surge? A the insurance surge. won't pay on lightning, so that's what it was. It, it. Yeah, that's right. Surge, power surge. Third power surge. Yeah. I have no power idea what they, what they'll pay on, what they won't. But it was it was electricity of some sort. Right. Came in this house and did. Uh, oh, the tele- big TV in the living room got a section of it doesn't work. My goodness, isn't that strange? Big TV. That's we just... bought that what a year ago. Yeah, yeah. big 32-inch TV of hers. Yeah. Half of it doesn't work. I, I moved it. I finally, the satellite wouldn't come in, so I finally moved it over to another place, and bingo, it works. So I don't know what, you know. <laughs> That's that amazing. amazing. I mean, it's just, um, so anyway, I guess this house-wide surge suppression is the thing to do. If you have a lot of expensive equipment, and a lot of you people do have recorders and computers and keyboards and all kinds of things, you might look into this. I'll know a little more information when I talk to Leonard. I'll see him tomorrow night about this house that where they put a surge suppressor on the power that comes into your house. Yeah. And believe me, we're going to do that. I'll uh, guarantee you if you had ever wanted to see a grown man cry any other time, all of my music stuff would have been hooked up and owned. Yeah. I always left it on, but since we've moved back, I had not. It was still in the case. Everything was sacked up. Man, so, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you didn't, nobody lost it? I, no. we did, as far as we know, we haven't lost a thing. Well, that's the first, you know, like I said, I've had a studio of some sort since we were back in the blind school. I yeah, all these years. Recording never stuff had. since I was 14 years old and never had that happen before. Bah humbug on lightning, but it, <laughs> it can sure happen. One of those freak things, yeah. man. That... All right, Mr. Don, so you got your, you got your lot cleared. Yes, that... we did. It had several things going on at one time. Uh, you know, we'd, I think the, the people who've listened enough know that we've bought four acres out in the country and we're going to build a house on it. We've sold both of the warden has sold her house and has her money. Uh, I have sold my house and have not closed yet. But the, the uh, appraiser came today and then I, I assume the surveyors will soon follow and then, and then the check will be in the mail or something. Hopefully it'll follow too. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it'll follow. I will not leave without it. Really? But anyway, we're all enthused and we're... Uh, We've gotten our properties. The bulldozer guy came, and they'll clear out. You know, they allow you so much. I mean, you pay for it, but I think in our case it was twelve or fifteen hundred dollars. They allow to have your lot cleared, at least enough of it to where the, uh, the building site for the house, and they level it and take it. Just take it down to the bare earth. And uh, uh, the guy that we uh, used actually is the son of the man that's building our house. They had some really neat equipment, and they uh, they do a really good job and. Got a family kind of deal well, going you know, there, if, don't they? If you're a total, you don't realize the awesome power of a bulldozer. You buddy. don't. Yeah, until, man. until you see it, and, and like this lot was heavily, well, not heavily wooded, but it was heavily underbrushed and, and trees. It probably in the years past it had been clear cut. It was probably pine woods, and it had been clear cut at one time. But it, we have some a couple or three hardwood trees out there that we saved, all of our hardwood that are probably 20 feet tall. So it's been that long. Or they've had time to grow. Uh-huh. But if you, I couldn't even walk through it. Wouldn't have even attempted. I mean, not worrying about snakes or anything else. I, yeah. I wouldn't. I just couldn't get through it. Yeah. And so these guys, we showed them two trees. We said this is kind of where we would like to have our driveway. And the guy said, okay, and then I told him to go in about 40 feet, and we wanted him to clear off a 150-foot square out of the center for the building site. The lot, the dimensions are 500 by like 
300. Mm. So, and man, he did it and he did it exact. And, and they just go in and scrape this down to nothing and burn and clean. And, and now you can walk up in there and walk all around and walk where your house is going to be. Right. And, and they piled every, all the brush and, and all the, the brush and they were burning. The and burned they were burning yesterday. I think he was going to spend one or two more days. He, he, he knocked it out pretty quick. Well, no, but bulldozer can. I mean, this thing was the same way. You couldn't get back here. I mean, there was no way to come back here. But and he just. I mean, they, yeah, you know, yours is awesome, more. Man. Yours is just. I can tell by what y'all let saved. You know, y'all kept a lot in the rough. Yeah. Like, like we're going to do. We're going to keep the all of the... I'll have about a 50-foot parameter around the entire premises that is just all... I might go in there and bush hog the underbrush, but the trees and all of that will stay. And so, uh, judging yours was a lot thicker than mine, I can imagine, but... Yeah, you want it like where you can just walk up to those trees. You want all that, all those. Well, it's a good sound barrier. Robert used to call them "damn it vines." Mm -hmm. You know, where you get your, <laughs> you get your foot caught in it. Damn it, you know. Uh huh. Uh, and, and you want to clear all those away so that you can walk, go out in your woods, and, and move around. And enjoy you know? it. Yeah. yeah, and enjoy your. your and, that's uh, what I. That's kind of John Henry's deal over there. He's slowly but surely reclaiming all those trees around the baseball field. We can walk right up to them where all that scruffy uh -huh. ivy and and. Well, he's and been stuff. at it for what ten years that y'all have lived yeah. here, burn a little bit here and burn a little bit there. Yeah. We always manage to have something to burn when we have a uh, blind we weekend. But actually, oh, yeah. the baseball field didn't start till about 95. Okay. So. When, you, when you think about it. We've lived here 12 years, but they didn't, we didn't, we had that four acres over there, but it was all, you know, it was uh, pretty much growing up where you couldn't do much with it. But it's really funny because we clearing that, we found rows over there. That was somebody's field at one time. Wow! Somebody, somebody, side. yeah, somebody had a crop over there. I mean, this was this was the old Houston Highway. This is the way they went to Houston. Now, up on the front of my, our woods, up there between us and the road, where the wood is up there, right? Yeah. There was a transmission shop there at one time. Wow! Well, they repaired automatic transmissions back in the in the forties and fifties. Lots wow. of transmission uh, fluid in the and ground been, there, man. And that's been all grown up. That's all grown up now. Amazing. So it's it's all gone. Uh -huh. Well, Tommy, we we did it. Yep. You, you survived, and not a not a bobble. It's absolutely amazing. We well, haven't heard from the UPS man either. We haven't man, it back yet. <laughs> well, now the disc is going to run. I'll have to show you how to play it back. Except for that bell ringing. The bell ringing was us going. That was the end. That was the old theme there. So we're going to go. All right, folks, let's go on this cruise. We Let's rally around the flagpole and, and go on the cruise. Blind like me, or let's just give you my email address. Phil Parr, P-H-I-L-P-A-R-R, -R, at T-X-U, that's Tom... X-ray union at txucom. No, there's no dot between the txu and com. Philpar at txucom.net. Write me and I'll send you some information on the cruise and try to answer any questions you have. Let's go have a good time. We tried to figure out a place we could all meet. They, that we could have gone to a big hotel in a big city, but it would have cost about the same as the old fun cruise where yeah. all the food's free. So let's do it. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll have the other board in by next week. It won't make much difference, will it, huh? We can, nah. do, it. We can do it on Piece another one on this. Care. Got it covered. We appreciate all of you coming and being with us, and uh, good luck. And we'll see you uh, blind like me is next in Dale Evans. Uh, Dale Evans. Dale Evans. Dale, <laughs> Dale Evans Campbell is going uh -huh. to do some cooking, and y'all stay tuned for the Blind Like Me show. We'll see you next week. I see, said the blind man, as he picked up his hammer and saw. Produced for ACB Radio by Out of Market Productions, 1604 Southwood Drive, Lufkin, Texas. 
phone 936-634-9500.